Except don't worry, we're not done yet. Yeah, we're we not think. done. As far as we know, <laughs> we'll we haven't see. recorded episode eight yet, so who knows what could happen. We always said <gasps> we, we were going to do more of season two, and we know how that ended. Well, we just keep on bringing that up. <laughs> it's just like open wound. Why episode. not just like highlight our failures anytime we can? It'll you know keep us great, humble, though? right? Season one. I, wow. <laughs> I did Actually, tell we've Mary, mostly gotten great feedback from season three. That is true. We do have gotten maybe the most feedback. People keep telling us they like it better. I think I personally like season one because um, I like going back and listening to my friends talk to each other. It was very, it was very true, though. Well, you could still listen to these yeah. ones. These just aren't the good old days already, yet because right. they're still the they're present the days. days. But and I have forgotten some of the parts of the funny stuff. Let that us said. know which ones you like. You yeah. guys can email us Ooh, yeah, at moviebin1990 at gmail.com, or you could just comment on pretty much any one of our Instagram posts. Or, or we movie have a movie bin Instagram, which we have yet to plug in an episode. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh yeah, follow us at. Uh, we really need a social media director here. At the here. movie bin, pretty pretty straightforward. <laughs> no underscores. We're doing nothing crazy. A, an yeah. okay job of posting things. When there's I, pictures there, <laughs> yeah, you can comment on them. You'll we'll see add things. more stuff. Let It'll, us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to see more of. Do you right. want more polls about who's hotter? Yes, people want that. Old Matt Damon or young Ben Affleck? Mm-hmm. It ended up being young Matt Damon, hands down. Like it was like almost no competition. Wow. What about old young Paul Rudd? The same Paul Rudd. Yeah. You could do it side true. by side and say which one is older. Oh, no whoa. He's trying to find Anyway, out. welcome to the movie, man. Season three, episode seven. We already said that. My name is Ryan. I'm Colleen. I'm Mary. And we're here. Thanks and for we us. are we are back. Uh, if you listen to season three, episode one, mm-hmm. uh, you heard Colleen make a bit of a, a, a mm. cinema snafu, a little bit of a goof, if you will. A goof yeah, this was where, not my proudest moment. Where she was trying to describe the plot of Pretty Woman, uh, and she was describing on scene from Pretty Woman, where Julia Roberts is in the department store, and she had come back all dressed up. Uh, and Colleen, what did Julia Roberts say? She said, "Nobody puts baby in a corner." <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> She didn't say that at Not all. Not even a little bit. And she we said, were big all... mistake, huge, but we thought that this was so funny, even though it was a big mistake of yours. <laughs> yes, if you want to, which it that's was, full circle. It was so endearing. Yeah. So we are going Thanks, to guys. help you reconcile that mistake of your life, and yeah. we're going to watch Dirty Dancing yeah. this week, which uh, that's another one of these movies. I'd put it up there with like Clueless as ones my mom was like, hey, we're not going to watch that. Dirty Dancing's more problematic than Clueless, just Is the it? like, uh, the like, Tangoey like salsa. I'll be honest, alone. I'm a little fuzzy on the plot there line of Dirty Dancing. There is some Dirty Dancing. Let's just put <laughs> it that way. It's all in the way. title. I don't want to spoil. Do they this call story. it Dirty Dancing in the movie? I don't know. Yeah. Don't give I away the plot. I haven't seen this movie guys. in a while. Well, let's talk about the plot, Colleen, what do you or at think least it's you. About? Can you talk about the? Do you know I... who's in this movie for one? Uh, Patrick Swayze. I don't know the girl's name. He goes by the Swayze. The Swayze. <laughs> and then whoever plays Baby. <laughs> whoever plays Baby. Yeah. Name, it's Jennifer Grey is in it. Correct, Colleen. You know her. Yeah. Yep. Lots of her famous <laughs> sure work. Sure do. Um, well, Colleen, go on. To the Dirty Dancing, Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Shoot, just one. I'm only giving you one. Go on. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you want me to expand upon there? Uh, this, the if plot you could of Dirty Dancing, continue if you speaking would. about um, the plot of uh, Dirty so, Dancing. Okay, again, I know... The gist? Also, I didn't realize I hadn't seen this movie until I misquoted it in Pretty Woman. And then I was like, I actually don't think I've ever seen this. But I've seen scenes from it. Like, I know the iconic scene where 
Patrick Swayze lifts her in the air, and they, to, I've had the time of my life. True or false, you and Ryan are going to do that lift when we record this episode. True. Ooh, false. What? Okay. <laughs> I'll lift you. Wow. I'll be so strong by then. Um, but I know... Mary's okay, on a uh, so fitness regimen right I know now. I'm going to be ripped. Yes, you are. Patrick Swayze's a great dancer. I know this. Very good dancer. And I feel like Baby uh, is is a good dancer as well, and they are at some kind of... Uh, it appears to be a summer camp, but they're adults, so I can't quite like an adult summer resolve camp. in my head why they're at summer camp. <laughs> you can't resolve why the adults so are at summer camp? They're, maybe they're like instructors at like a dance camp. So Jennifer, Jennifer Gray and Patrick Swayze are both instructors. At a dance camp. At the dance camp. Yes. Okay. And as they're teaching throughout the summer, it seems like, I could be wrong, but first she doesn't like him, and then, like, she sees him dance and, like, kind of... She's like, look at those hips. Like, oh, wow, maybe interested. Are you saying uh, that... um, Oh, what's that movie with uh, Channing Tatum? Step Up. I knew you were talking about Step Up. uh, I love that movie. I love dance movies. 80s version of Of Step Up. Up. Yeah. So they're dancers together, and they they're fall not, for each well, other. No, they're not no, together. That's just they every dance movie. They don't dance together. He's an instructor, and she's, she's an, an instructor. instructor. Uh, but and after dark, they are dirty dancing. Well, Whoa. Okay, first of all, I didn't say that. <laughs> Second of all, I don't know. That is possible. Please continue but with the plot. Anyway, she sees him dance. I think she starts to like him, but there's like some, you know, it's like there's... So you feel like there's like some, some rivalry going on between... Are they rivalry. like rivalry. Uh, I would say tension. Like they are they don't in like rival each other. Dance? They're instructing and they no. are trying to win a competition. I don't see. There is, I think there is some kind of competition at the end of camp. Yeah. Which is where that big scene takes place. And then they, so they like, their forces combine. Well, yeah, but I think like before the competition happens, they obviously like figure out that like they are going to work well together. Yep. Is it one of those, and, you know how they have those movies where it's like the guy and the girl are rivals and mm-hmm. they hate each other, but then it's really just kind of inverted love where they're just like, oh, yeah. but as soon as they reach their peak of hatred and then they kiss or something yeah. like so that. So that's more like so, Footloose. I've never seen Footloose. <gasps> Yes. I've never seen Footloose and then what's so, the one Flash Dance I get those confused dance. all the time mm-hmm. but this is Dirty Dancing which mm-hmm. is neither one of those movies right. correct and so, now that we're all on the same yes, page yes at least myself <laughs> yeah I don't I don't know where this baby in a corner scene comes in you at least know that's a quote though from this movie yeah, because we I told you that I imagine I'm assuming uh, someone is trying to limit her yeah and I still he, don't know if she says it <laughs> You still don't know if she says it about herself or if Patrick like Swayze a, yeah, says it. I don't know. And she looks at Patrick Swayze and says, nobody, nobody puts baby in the corner. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And then that's when he kisses her because he yes. realizes that <gasps> we're in love. I can see that. Something Woo-hoo. like that happening. Love it. And so, Forbidden anyway, love, it's so cute. I, in my mind, that's kind of what happens in this movie. So what's the resolution? Like, how does it end? Well, they win the dance competition. <laughs> of course. But they yeah. were going against each other. No, they were together. They were together, oh, Ryan. So, catch up. Sorry, Ryan, at the end of the movie, they, they built get together. Tension. No, they were together before that. They built. They had built up tension. They realized they actually were going to work get, work well together. Yep. And then decided to enter the competition together. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then they fall in love in the process of learning this dance routine. Mm-hmm. And then they just slay it. And they people go it. nuts because they're the I best. Everyone camp. knows they're that's the a dance camp. So they're the best dancers at dance camp. People at dance camp, they're instructors, first of all. We yeah. talked about that. I so they're that. already going to be the best but people at dance camp. they're and they're competing against the youth. There Who cares? She's never seen it before. There are instructors there, There's by nuances. The you oh. know when you go to a dance camp and all your instructors <laughs> right, right. compete against each other? You know how in it my is. Youth, in my, my youth dance camps, our instructors... <laughs> would always have it's like the coaches like versus like the teachers versus camp. why I, I would I look see. like I go to dance camp <laughs> you said before you were a wispy boy and I could see you in a pair of jazz shoes that maybe is some the taps. most offensive thing you've
you've ever said. Um, have you ever seen a male dancer? Because they are ripped. Mm. Thank you. Almost as ripped as I'm going to be when I lift Colleen. I am Woo-hoo. not uh, a male dancer of any kind. <laughs> yeah, clarify. I'm Until not a you see this movie. So, but I will be after this. Okay, so. That's it. That's, that's it. Do you know any other quotes from this movie? I don't, I don't even so know any other quotes from the movie. I just want to make sure, because I, I couldn't remember any. I just didn't make sure no, I wasn't missing any. I'm honestly a little scared to say anything, but I don't think I do. And then, you know the main song? I've had the time of my life. Any other songs in there? There's a lot of good songs in this movie. That's the only one I know. Oh. Can I tell you some of the people in this movie, and maybe you can tell me what role they play? Go ahead. So you may know him as uh, Wayne Knight, or also... I don't know who that is. Dennis Nedry don't from Jurassic that. Park. Dennis is the old guy? Dennis Nedry's the guy who tries to steal the dino DNA. What? Oh, the bald He's guy. in this movie. Oh, the big the big guy. The big guy. With the dinosaurs with the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the spitter spit dinosaurs. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's in this movie. He owns the camp. Okay. Um, so. You may know her as the grandma on Gilmore Girls. Oh. She's in this she's movie. She's one of the kids' moms. I don't know who that is. Kelly Bishop. All. Kelly Bishop is that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty much it. That was part I'm, of glad, I'm you know. glad we dove into those characters. Stars. It really starts high with Patrick Swayze, and then I think they spend all their money on him because then they got Jennifer Grey, and then it kind of goes down from there. I feel like Jerry Orbach is, like, very famous. Is he? Yes. Jerry Orbach. I guess he's kind of an older, He's yeah. mostly famous for being in Law & Order for 20 years. I can't ever say I've seen an episode of Law & Order. I know the music. Is that... Bum, bum, dun, 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 bum, dun, dun. No, that's good. So anyway, I'm going to go watch Law & Order. You guys go watch Dirty Tits. <laughs> Sounds good. Let's do it! I sound like um, a moose. I've <laughs> had the time of my life. <laughs> Telling you to do the girl's part. And uh, what's the next part? And I've never felt this way before. Wow! This I swear. She knows it. It's, it's the, the truth. And, and I owe it all to you. Man, dirty dancing. Woo! That was Colleen? not quite what I had predicted. You were a little <laughs> off on the dance the camp old battle. dance camp. But yeah. in my defense, I have never what? seen a grown-up camp like that <laughs> where the rich people go and spend the summer together. We will together. discuss that shortly. Am I, I didn't the know only that one existed. who wanted to go to one of those camps now? I don't know. I think that'd be so You want to go fun. camping with your whole family? I said well, not my... F- no, yeah, my family. I would say You would take your whole so family fun. and then go hang out with other families. Who have kids my age, yeah. And all stay in like... It looks like it's either a singular house or cabins. 
Now's probably a good time for you to for me to tell you that before I moved here, the you church that I cabin? went to would not like for one week, like around Labor Day weekend, they went camping together instead of having church. The whole church went camping together. Yeah, but it wasn't like weird. It was actually super because fun. It sounds super weird. Because you like <laughs> sure does. You like, out, like this whole. Did y'all campground. wear robes? <laughs> you make any sacrifices? And then we did blood packs and danced around a fire. You didn't drink anything, sounds, did you? Only Kool Aid. <laughs> ah, perfect. <laughs> Dirty Dancing, the 1987 classic. True I'm going to say it's a classic, Colleen. This is you don't have to say it yet. Dance classic. Okay. Just don't, we'll talk don't about ruin it. this yet. We'll talk about it. I will say I liked it. Uh, I really did. Okay. We're going to start with a 1987 classic written by Eleanor Bergstein. Steen, not sure where the hard E Steen. or soft E goes. Let's go with Bergstein. Bergstein. Eleanor Bergstein, directed by Emil Ardolino. Now, do you guys remember Emil Ardolino? He did Sister Act. Harkens back to season one of the movie Ben. Go back and listen to old episodes. Emil Ardolino. Um, I think this was kind of like those are his main things. He also uh directed um Three Men and a Little Lady. Oh. Uh and that's pretty much all you would know about. He directed, oh, I'm sorry, he directed the made for TV movie When Hell Freezes Over, I'll Skate. Oh, of course. Mm. I love that. So you that. guys know that now one. Now I remember. <laughs> and uh, the other TV movie, Barishnikov at the White House. Oh, wow. Another fan favorite. Yeah. Uh, and then also uh, the documentary, He Makes Me Feel Like Dancing. Oh, that that fits with this. Yeah, that does that does fit with that. But um, this was, it stars Patrick Swayze. Colleen. Yes, I know. Uh, oh, I know you know now. <laughs> yes. Boy, do you know. Uh, Jennifer wow, Grey, whose name I could, couldn't again. remember, and also thought she was in Back to the Future Part Two, so that's on me. What's her name again? Jennifer Grey. Yeah, and Jerry, Jerry Orbach, who I did recognize once I saw the movie. He has like, a very oh, yeah, familiar face, and, and then Kelly also Bishop. starred Newman from uh, yeah. Yes, but only lightly starred him. But man, I love Wayne Knight. This was his like his movie start. I like saw this that. was where he got his his big little stand up thing. Man, it was, it was so great. Bad. But let's get into the plot. Uh, that's kind of the main characters. Yeah. Um, they, they did mention that the girl Cynthia Rhodes, who played Penny, mm-hmm. was like she was part of the title cast or whatever. Like yeah. in the trailer, it was like Patrick Swayze, Jennifer Grey. She was Cynthia the first person Rhodes. cast in the movie. But I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But she was also in some other dance movies like Flashdance. Classic. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Some other ones. <laughs> Staying Alive. Sorry, she was also in Staying Alive, which I think is, isn't that that? Yeah. John? No, nope. that's Saturday Night Fever. What's yeah, staying that's what alive? I was thinking of. Staying alive. You're thinking of ah 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 ah. <laughs> staying alive. Ah, staying the alive. The office episode. You're saying. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> staying also alive appears to be another dance movie it's a, with with John Travolta. I was Wait, right. is it a follow up to Saturday Night Fever? Is it like the? I'm looking here. It looks like it is like the follow up yes. to. Six, I had no I'm idea. Read you a quick, <gasps> and it was directed uh, by Sylvester Stallone? Whoa! What a movie! Wow. I'm going to read are we not you this, uh, alive? This, this summary of that before we get into the summary of this. Okay. Six years after his glittering triumph in the disco dance contest of Saturday Night Fever, an older and wiser Tony Monero, played by John Travolta, works as a serious dance teacher in New York City and dreams of making it on Broadway. Monero gets his shot when his girlfriend, Jackie, who's Cynthia Rhodes, huh. Gets him an audition for a daring new show called Satan's Alley. Wow. Monero what? lands a part as a backup a dancer of, uh, and uh, falls back into old habits <laughs> as he lusts after Broadway bad girl Laura, who's played by some lady named Fanola Hughes. This Fanola. movie has a 4.5 out of 10 on IMDb. It's not great. Uh, yep. 
But do I want to see it? Absolutely. Let me tell you why I want to see Bee-Gees it. The Bee Gees wrote a lot no, of songs in this movie. We are on a deep movie. tangent here. We are deep tangent, but uh, coming. The Bee Gees wrote every song Mary, in this movie. Mary, I want movie. you to post, just without context, the uh, the photo or the movie poster of Staying Alive because directed by Sylvester Stallone, it looks like Rambo meets a dancing movie. That looks like Zoolander on the right. It, <laughs> look at this picture of John Travolta. It is Whoa. Rambo the dancer. Okay. All that to say, Maybe we cut all Cynthia that out. Rose. <laughs> no, we're keeping that in. No, that's the that's, good stuff. No. That's why people come to the podcast no, that's why people is because they want listening. They come <laughs> for the movies we say we're going to talk about, and they leave because of the movies we did not say we. There talk we about. go. Whatever. I think we keep it. <laughs> Let me get to the plot summary. All right. So this movie, Dirty Dancing. Filmed in 1987, but set in 1963 uh, in the Catskills, which I have never heard of. And uh, Colleen, who is from the North, thought they were in Tennessee. Apparently, True. they're in New York, which I did not it's know. It's in that. New York. Do you know anything about the Catskills? I would love to go there. It is beautiful. And in my mind, the way that I've thought of it is that in like the 1940s, like Prohibition era, okay. somebody did something cool with like a switchblade and somebody said, whoa, that cat has skills. Nice cat skills. <laughs> cat skills. And then they're like, oh, now we have a name for this mountainous region that's full of trees. I thought that the Poconos are the same type of thing or no? Similar. You said that real Poconos. The Poconos? <laughs> aggressive. When I grew up, I thought the Poconos were an island. That's Acapulco. <laughs> Totally I didn't different. do great in geography. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, the housemans are on vacation. And apparently that's where a lot of families go is to this place called uh, the Kellermans, mm-hmm. which is, it sounds like, like an Applebee's restaurant, but instead yep. it is a mountain resort uh, in the mountains of New York. And it's all these, uh, it seems like well-to-do families because none of them are working and they're there all summer long. So they only need to work a couple months of the year to make make ends meet. The they just get also, summers off like school. Yeah. But not not actual people who are working. I think we need to bring back summers off. You heard it here first. <laughs> I think you're right. End of statement. End of statement. End of podcast. We're done. We're out. <sighs> We're not. The Housemans are on vacation. You have uh, Mr. Houseman. You have uh, Mom Houseman, Marjorie. Uh, you have Sister Houseman, Lisa, who, boy, poor Lisa. She's what a, what a, a rough, baby. What a rough summer for her. Yeah, but she kind of sucks. You kind of see who got the good genes, though, because you have Baby Houseman, whose real name is Francis, which I had, did not remember that until she told Patrick Swayze in bed Whoa. what her name was. Plot spoiler alert. Hopefully yeah. you've seen this by now. It's been several years, so you're without excuse. Mm, yes. It's been like 30 or 40 years. <laughs> 80, it's not 40 years. 35 I'm only 35. Years. When were you born? 83. And this was in 83. 87. This was, oh, you're right. It's been about 30 years. So the housemans are on vacation. There's lots of stuff to do at these resorts. Uh, you can go dancing. You can have a clam bake. You can, there's a talent show. There's probably a potluck. There's probably a diving There's a lot of stuff. Um, so much it's, it's somewhere between like a grown-up summer camp for families and, and then also cruise. like a resort and being on a cruise. Like a it's non-moving like a cruise, cruise ship. It's like a cruise ship in the woods. It sounds. It is a cruise ship in the woods. It just sounds so fun. Minus the bugs that probably are there because of all the trees. Because you're kind of staying in cabins, but you. Uh, no, they stay in houses. Well, they stay in houses. Like cottage. Yeah, it's, it didn't seem that like, nice. Rustic in a rich way, but then like but the was, dining hall was super. Like they were all wearing tuxes and they were all like yeah. Ivy League waiters and all this. Which stuff. This is weird. like the glamping version of summer camp. Okay, and yeah. I would love to attend. Sign me up for eight solid weeks. Eight solid weeks of dirty dancing. You camp. go there, you unplug, you learn to d- dirty dance. You carry a watermelon, maybe two if you're strong. If you're if you're Billy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all that to say that the the stage is set. The housemans are on vacation. They meet. Uh, 
Baby Houseman is not really into camp. She's kind of, you know, no. she's reading a book on the way up there. She seems like she's like she's in her rebellious years. And she's going to join the she's Peace Corps. She's 17 years so she's old. Like very serious she cares minded. about Vietnam. She's yeah. very much into like the world and not necessarily like the class life that her parents and family have lived. Yeah. Um, so she is very intrigued by the entertainment help, uh, which includes uh, the man with the most stripper name I've ever heard in my life, Johnny Castle. <gasps> I love him. Patrick Swayze, who is barely wearing a shirt, but always wearing slacks in this movie. Yes. And True. he wore a girdle. Oh, uh, what? To look younger and thinner. For real? Mm-hmm. Well, he is a 24-year-old uh, hired dance man for this <laughs> summer camp. What a job. <laughs> Him and Penny. And I guess their only job is to, like, get people dancing yeah. and then teach dance classes when they're not getting people on the dance floor. That sounds fun, too. It's sign like an early DJ, that. but, well, like, going, uh, one that you want to, like, follow the lead of, not necessarily dance to the beats of. Yes. Uh, so they're they're dancing there, and baby, she's got, she's very thirsty. Uh, she she's is. 17-year-old. Lots of things are changing in her life. Hormones. She, hormones. Mm. So Peace she corn. has the super hots for Johnny Castle. Immediately. Uh, so me, she's no. like, I don't want to find out more about Johnny Castle. And then uh, one of the guys who I resonate with the most, Billy. Uh, <laughs> very optimistic. Very much an includer. Can't keep a secret. Uh, <laughs> he's you. carrying some watermelons and says, hey, come check out this dance party up the hill. But I can't tell you about it. But if I, I can't tell I'd you be about in it. Trouble. But come on up anyway. <laughs> This guy is, that's who I am at dance camp. That is you. It's not dance camp. It's just camp. <laughs> well, he takes her to dance camp, and basically he takes her up the hill, carrying some watermelons. She opens the door into a Nelly music video. It's People amazing. are grinding like I've never seen before to a song that I thought was a pretty, like, safe kind of Motown nope. summer song. Nothing safe. Boy, were they grindy in this thing. A Nelly music video is exactly what that that's felt what like. That's what it felt it's like. So she funny. opened the door, and it could have been It's Hot in Here open yeah. it up because there are... I guess they're all hired hands, and they're all really good at dancing. I don't know if they're like, are, it's like the gardeners and the workers and the mm-hmm. camp people who are just really like love dancing, and they have yeah. their own separate little house party. So cool. Uh, led by Johnny Castle, of course, and Penny, his lady. Uh, we find out pretty quickly that uh, Robbie, who's one of the helpers, the who worst. you really hate because he kind yeah. of ruins like three women throughout. The, he's like the biggest man whore <sighs> in the whole thing, and he's like just a douche. Yeah, he is. Anyway, he has knocked up Penny, mm-hmm. the lead dance lady, and uh, there's some concern because Johnny Castle has a big dance performance recital mm-hmm. for a different type of camp where he's trying to get a job at in the next season. Uh, not the next season like a TV show, but yeah. like the next dance season. The next season. summer. Next yeah. summer. Um, Whatever. And so they're supposed to perform the the tango. She uh, is pregnant and is going to have an emergency surgery where this thing gets really it gets really dark, uh, dark quickly, yep. mm-hmm. uh, dealing with some really weighty issues. Uh, but she's not able to perform next Thursday. And so Billy, my guy, the optimist, thinks, hey, let's just take this little uh, rich girl over here who seems like she's pretty eager and can figure it out. Have her be your dance partner. Meanwhile, you have, while he's making the suggestion, 40 different couples who are just crushing the dance floor. He could have said anybody else do this thing. He, he did make an argument about that. What? He said they all are working. They all have responsibilities. Or yeah. no he only one rolled has off time. two names and then didn't say anybody Listen. else. I'm like, that's there's 38 other people that you could have called on. No, I actually agree with Colleen on this one. He was pretty clear that like they all have other things, and she's literally just there to have a good time. She is bored out of her mind. So yeah. she, she accepts. Johnny uh, begrudgingly accepts and then has to spend the next, we just did the math, six days teaching her Ish. how to dance. Within the calendar week. It's not long because they have to, she's having a procedure on Thursday, which is the same time is the dance recital. Uh, mm-hmm. And so they dance recital together. It goes okay. Mm-hmm. Um, about how much Mary liked 
clueless is how I feel like this dance recital, like a half a thumb up. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't She didn't do the lift. She didn't did do the not. lift. She did kind of like a little uh, like thumbs out. Kind a little of hand jive little action. hand jive. Uh, <laughs> those weren't highlights of it, the dance part. Um, so anyway, but Johnny, I think, becomes endeared by her. Jennifer Grace falls super in love with him because she's bored at summer camp and Patrick Swayze never wears a shirt when they're dance practicing. True. Mm-hmm. And boy, do they get sensual with the dance floor. Real quick. Whoop, whoop. Man, this the second act of this movie is just a lot of humping. There yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> they are grinding on each other dancing. It's they are true. stroking camp each other party on too. their elbow arms. And then suddenly the clothes are off and they're in the sheets. Yep. Uh, and that is why my mom did not let me watch this movie for a long time. I understood ah. that. Even watching it last night, again, I was like, boy, this movie you sure does have a lot of grinding. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't cover my eyes, but I was like, this is like a hot and heavy movie. So... Fast forward, they're together. Her dad uh, ends up having to rescue Penny because Penny's surgery goes very poorly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he thinks Johnny Castle knocked her up. So he forbids his daughter, Baby, from hanging out with Johnny Castle. Very uh, judgy Johnny of Castle him. doesn't throw anybody on the bus. He kind of takes all the responsibility himself like any Patrick Swayze that. would. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he's wearing a shirt in this part either where no, he does this. No, he was wearing a shirt. Barely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a tank beater. <laughs> it's a tank top. It's a third of a shirt. <laughs> if you're doing the math. <laughs> uh, and so Mr. Houseman forbids his daughter from seeing uh, Patrick Swayze. And Patrick Swayze also gets a little hurt, too, that baby doesn't try to, like, fight for him yeah. to her dad. Yeah. And he thinks that he's just, like, the summer thing. Totally. Uh, I understand, which I understand why you feel that, that way. And yeah. then, but baby also feels some of that stuff, too, because you see, like, a lot of these older rich women who are kind of hitting on Johnny Castle because they're both with their rich husbands and just want a little dirty dancing themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you fast forward to, there's a lot of this kind of back and forth where everybody's feelings are kind of hurt and there's some misunderstandings. Uh, Johnny Castle... Uh, gets fired because uh, one of the ladies like said that he stole a wallet or something mm-hmm. like that. Yep. Um, and then so he gets fired from camp, even though they found out it wasn't him. They still fired him anyway because Baby admits to her dad in front of Mr. Kellerman, who runs the camp, that yeah. she's been hooking up with the dance help, which apparently does not go very well with Mr. Kellerman. Right. Fires fires Johnny Castle. Uh, and then you fast forwarded to the talent show where poor Lisa Houseman is doing some sort of hula dance. It oh, is bad. It's not Boy, good at that all. is a rough part to watch. No. But I don't know what's Lisa. worse, her performance skills or her relationship history They're in this movie. They're both very bad. Yeah, she has She not, does not have a lot going for her. This is not her. a good summer to be Lisa Houseman. <laughs> it's not her, not her year. So they're doing a talent show, and this is where uh, Baby is sitting in where, Colleen? In the corner. In the corner. Yeah. Baby is in the corner. Yeah. Johnny Castle busts into the talent show, finds Baby, and says... Nobody puts Nobody. Baby in the corner. Grab, which I kind of forgot was her literally in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> it just grabs her when out I of the saw corner. It, I was like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, that's not what I remembered. It but really okay. makes sense they now. They really and wait did, all she, the way until the end of the movie to say that. So he grabs her hand, pulls her up on stage, interrupts whatever kind of thing is happening on stage. Recital. Recital. It's show. not awesome. The talent show seems really rough it's to like have to, to sit through. It's supposed to close out the summer. As but a finale, man. it's not super awesome. And I kind of remember at least feeling like this was in front of a much larger group of people, but it's yeah. kind of like a, like a pool clubhouse full of people like yeah. maybe a hundred people it's just all the people that are at the camp yeah but then and then like kind of the help end up showing up too because i feel like like all the workers are also kind of in the yeah. back line in the wall mm-hmm. but still not a very large crowd and then that's when they start their dance which they haven't rehearsed in a while but baby knows it she knows it and they do their perfect tango mm-hmm. and then johnny jumps off the stage and kind of dance alone for a while and kind of does like a moment. He's solo. he does mm-hmm. a heavyweights thing where he kind of like is 
walking down the aisle and trying to get the crowd into it. Yeah, and then and he gets all it. of them into it. Gets and the whole crowd awesome. into it's it, and like he turns around. It's like a parade. Baby has just been standing on the stage, and this is where she jumps off the stage, runs, he lifts her in the air. And, and it's the iconic lift. And that's the iconic lift. They only did it once. Yeah. And that's Dirty Dancing. That's they don't it. really like kind of guarantee like anything happens with Baby and Johnny after the fact. It's kind of just the end of the summer. That's because this movie is more about finding yourself than it is about I love. I can't wait to hear your thoughts about it. But I also <laughs> want to hear Colleen's thoughts. And that's that's the plot. Did I miss anything? No. No. I don't think so. I think so. you did a great job. Thank you. Colleen, what did you think of the movie? I liked it. I really did. Did um, you like it, like it, or like it? Well, I don't know what that means. Let her, <laughs> let her just say for You herself. decide. Like it, hyphen, um, like it. I liked it. I will say the blonde girl threw me off, Penny, threw yeah. me off a lot in the beginning because Were I was like— Were you not expecting an abortion in this movie? I was definitely not expecting that. Had no clue that was on, in the, on the radar. I also thought even that like final dance scene we were just talking about, I thought that was going to be a lot more epic than it was. Mm-hmm. It felt like—I felt like my expectations were a lot higher from that, and I don't know if yeah. they were fully paid off. But again, it's based on what I, what I thought was going to happen versus what happened. Yeah. So if I went in blind, I might not— be disappointed. So if you hadn't made up a own plot in your head, you would have well, been like not a disappointed. My plot was definitely worse than the plot of this movie, but uh, the good. ending in my mind was... Yeah. something to be desired? Yeah, I would say. It's so iconic. Like, it's like one of the most quoted lines in cinema history, the lift, the song, no, it's all I like... Know. I don't feel personally like the line is worth the wait, but I think that the ending dance number is I'm really I'm not sure good. why that was the line is that was like pulled funny? out so much. Is it because it's kind of Like, I don't think people, are people are like kind of no, making fun Patrick of it? No, because Patrick Swayze didn't even like the line. He didn't no, want to keep wanted, it in there. Yeah, he wanted to cut it, but then it just became iconic. It kind of like took off. I think off. that it was like a, don't, like, don't stay complacent. You need to like step out on your own. Also. Separate from your family. That's fair. I hated that her name was Baby this whole movie. I thought it was so. Her name's Francis. I know. She said, she says, that was the summer they started calling me Baby. Without yeah. any explanation. I know, zero explanation. And then or Lisa. Baby the whole time. I'd rather, would you rather be Lisa or Francis? Francis. And if your name, you'd like, rather wait, be Francis. As a no, character as, as a name. Like just a name. Like as you wake up tomorrow, you have a new name. Who do you pick, Lisa or Francis? Francis. Really? Yeah. It's so much more unique. Would you rather have Francis or Baby? I would uh, love my name to be Baby. I'm a man. Oh, not like that. <laughs> oh, right. So as Baby, I feel like Baby Driver, where you kind of want, like, I don't think that's to be your name. <laughs> Maybe. Or maybe it's like uh, when you know. call like a big man Smalls. Yeah. And it's like ironic. Like they call you baby because you're such a man. Wow. They Thank call you, me baby because I'm such a good If you've never met me, adult. just listen to Mary's definition. Because I, I cry such a man. all the time. I have never cried. Actually, I haven't <laughs> cried since ninth grade. We can't call you baby. Um, go on. Shoot, that's no, one. There we go. You got it. <laughs> Nailed it. Every time. <sighs> um, anyway, like I was man. saying. Um, yeah, I liked it. I thought, I was asking Ryan, Mary, I'm interested in your thoughts on this. I said, in my mind, Patrick Swayze, mm-hmm. well, I know you're not like a huge Patrick Swayze, like he's not, you know, he's no Matt Damon to No, you. I'm not a Pat Pat. Is that what they, they call, call them? They call them Pat Pats? That's what they call I know you're not a Pat Pat, but really? Patrick Swayze's level of looks, I felt like far outweighed babies. But Ryan said, uh, from a guy's perspective, that she was she was cute. I would think Jennifer Grey was super like attractive in this movie. I would think that Patrick Swayze was better looking, but I do think that she was just supposed to look sweet and innocent and be more right. uh, interested in like you know her books and going off and joining the Peace Corps than anything I mean, else. I remember watching it the first time, thinking, 
Okay, I get it. Like, they're both, like, attractive people. Yeah, like, I pretty much 100% think that this was her sexual awakening. And so I didn't look at her thinking, <sighs> like, this girl is so hot. Like, I don't think she was supposed to be the smoky one. I think that was supposed to be Penny. So I agree with you that they're a little mismatched. Like, but I Penny's think Penny's, like, a naturally, like, oh, you should be, like, the dance partner, yeah. where Jennifer Grey is the she young, but you're blossoming. and innocent, yeah. Um, yeah, would you rather, Colleen, would it rather have been Lisa? In the role, then? Then Francis? Then Francis. I don't like either name, so that's why I would rather be Penny. I think if I'd I was choose choosing Francis. between female names in this well, you, movie. The only choices were Francis you and can't Baby. Just add and, names. and Lisa, Francis. and you can't choose Penny. <laughs> I don't, I don't like the name Lisa, but I do like Lisa Frank. But I like Francis because it's more interesting. Which is funny because so the names Francis. Lisa and Frank, not together, not bad. Great. Together. Magic. Perfect. Wonderful. The best. Unicorns. Um, I did think she was endearing. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Another part of this movie, you know, when you watch movies, like there's couples that you really like want to get together, and then yeah. when it happens, you're like really pumped about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel anything really special when I watched them get really? together. Nah, Colleen, they were like, it was like there was a lot of tension. a lot of uh, build up grinding. Yeah, yeah. like whenever no. they danced and like touched arms and stuff, you didn't feel anything. <laughs> No, did you? Did not you? saying like I felt like <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what does that mean? I told you, like, I get it. That makes sense. There's I felt, something I believed about it. two arms touching. No. Uh, did you know that when they were trying to do those, like, when they were trying to do that famous scene where he's, like, trying to slide his finger down her arm like yeah. that, that uh, when she's laughing, those are actual cuts from the movie? Yeah, because she was so ticklish. And he got, those faces that he makes are, like, him actually getting mad that they're not getting the shot right. Yeah. Because he and Jennifer Grey did not get along. He thought she was, like, childish mm-hmm. and too silly. Well, but sometimes she'd be like too sensitive, and, and then she cry would a lot cry. Too. Yeah. So he thought he was, she was kind of just like just kind of a baby. literally a baby. Yeah. Yeah. This was their second movie that they did together. They did Red Dawn together, and they did not get along well at all during Red Dawn. And so they she like not did not even want to be him. in a movie together. She was cast first, yeah. And they were very hesitant, but he was a really good dancer. Well, they cast Billy Zane first, and they tried. He was some a very bad testing. dancer, what? and the, he was a bad dancer, and there was zero chemistry. So they're like, all right, we got to get the sways, and she was not having it, and then. Then, then they were having magic, it. but it wasn't Sexual really. Awakening. It wasn't really magic because they actually continued to hate each other. Like it got to the point where they were fighting before every take, and the director, really? yeah, they were fighting before every take, and the director had to like sit them down and make them watch their own screen test back to show them what was possible yeah. because they both wanted to quit the movie. Wow, because they just didn't get along at all. So there was th- only one. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say there was only one backup for her that they had in mind. It was Sarah Jessica Parker. Mm-hmm. Really? I can see. They kind of like favor each other yeah. a little bit. Although and Sharon you... Stone did also screen test, really? which feels like a very different. She seems much darker. She seems more like a penny than a baby. Right. Also, Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> <laughs> what a dance movie that would have been. That would be a dance movie. She'd wow. be bugging. That'd be great. Now, that's a movie I can get uh, on board with. When I heard that Sarah Jessica Parker, I was like, oh, okay, I can see that. And then I even found out that Jennifer Grey was dating Matt. Matthew Broderick during this movie. Yes. And Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick were together, so he has a type. Yes, he does. And it's people who could be named Baby. Yeah, True. exactly. Love it. Uh, uh, anything else you wanted to say? You had well, some more stuff Well, I thought the soundtrack was great. And yes. I also Man, that I had a question that I don't know if you guys know the answers to. One, were those were these songs written, like, were Hungry Eyes and... Is it called I've Had the Time of My Life? Is that the full name it's of the... Time of My Life. Time of My Life. Were those written but for this I've movie? I've Had is in, like, the in parentheses. parentheses. Were Those these were right? written for this movie. Okay, so that so, is that says a lot. I've had the time of my life was written by Bill Medley, who was in the Righteous Brothers. Okay, who is like an iconic group. They sing Unchained Melody and a lot of other great yes. songs. Um, She's like the wind. The Patrick that Patrick Swayze sings 
in the movie. Yeah. Like when he's trying to like he's brooding and trying to go get her back. Mm-hmm. She's like the wind. That's my Patrick Swayze. It's pretty good. Not bad. Um, and then I don't know if it was written for it, but Hungry Eyes kind of came out during this era. And then, but I don't know if it was like paired with it, or they picked it, or right. like they wrote it for it. But this soundtrack sold 32 million copies. Wow, so good! And won like it won. Uh, I've had the time of my life. Won the Oscar for best original song. Really? Yep. I mean, it's a great song. I do love that song. That's not that surprising. It's really funny that they chose that at the very end. It's like it's a song people like we know it now, so I feel like it means something different to us when we hear it, like ah yeah. oh, this song. It's fun but to dance to at weddings. When they first played it in the movie, like it was the first time you heard it. Yeah. It was like the Celine Dion song from Titanic. Like, right. Oh right. When That's you like first hear it, you're like, well, it's, it's a good song. It's catchy. Right. Got a hook. And but, then now, and then it's you like like now it just means so much yep. more. That's very true. I think like when I was watching it, I was like I. In my mind, it feels like it was, it's considered a classic because of when it came out. I feel like it was kind of groundbreaking, mm-hmm. I would assume, from like one, just like the the dirtiness of the dancing. Right. And then just the content. The content and all of that. It feels. was a because I feel like steamy if, movie. If they made it now and you said, and you told me, like, hey, I'm going to go to the movies, I'm going to watch this movie about this girl who goes to like a rich dance mm-hmm. summer, like, that's not dance camp, but that's back. That's my original yes. thesis. Is there, is that, <laughs> yeah. It's not dance. You still think it's dance camp? No, no, no. A summer, okay. a rich uh, summer camp with their family and falls in love with a dance instructor and they do a bunch of dancing. I'd be like, that sounds stupid and I'm not going to go see that. I feel like this movie so, encapsulated the era that it was trying to be and yep. also at the same time, 1987. I feel like it was like perfectly the 60s and perfectly the 80s because of the soundtrack. Even like the famous like Dirty Dancing script that you see like on the movie box cover mm-hmm. is iconic. The 80s. So I feel like it it embodied the era of both of those things really well. Right. I feel like, yeah, it would be different if it came out now because I feel like they've tried to, like, reboot Dirty Dancing a lot. They have. They actually recently did a made-for-TV version on ABC that had um, Abigail Breslin in it. And Who is Abigail Breslin? She's the kid, or I know her yeah, as the kid. She's I don't the know kid. how old she is now. She's, like, 25. Is that That's the girl a lot from, older than I thought. Little Miss Sunshine? Yeah. Yes. Are you for real? Yeah. They've tried to reboot it. They tried to do a TV show. They tried to do just a remake of the movie. That's they tried what I'm to saying. do a made for TV remake of the movie. I feel like they the did people were Dirty so Dancing 2, Havana Nights, which I actually personally kind of enjoyed. Is it good? But I, well, good's relative, but I love Prequel dance or movies. like a follow up? Is Baby in it? It's not. It's not. It's just like nothing. Step Up and Step Up 2. They're like unrelated. Those aren't related? I'm sorry. Step Up 2 and Step Up 3. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Like, it passes from <laughs> a certain point, it's just a dance. Sorry, movie. I get those confused yeah. a lot as well. Like, no, it's I just different characters. But I think that you're right that it really, like, highlights both eras a lot. And I love the 60s, and I see this, and I'm like, I would love to go and to I'm like, a hey, baby, like, like when that like, song comes on, I'm like, man, these songs, the so soundtrack, good. I totally get. The right. songs that they're listening to while they're, like, at his place I, are, like, songs so that good. I love. And it's, it's. When they're, like, playing the record player and lounging around in his, like, cabin with like screen windows and just kind of I was like that is the dream right there and just even, like lay around with in the summertime and yes. listen to music that's why this camp like just seems so good it's like Shouldn't everything that I love about summer too? what is he not doing well he's clearly not giving his all he's only get, he's just he like very focused there for on baby. baby yeah but even the um, fashion felt very 60s meets 80s because he yeah. was dressed very 80s and was. she was dressed very 60s that's true back to the and, black slacks yeah. and black tank tops yeah yeah and shirtless. That was pretty much his only look. Mm-hmm. But and it's like, very uh, simple. When he was first dancing, the the I keep wanting to say mango, and it's tango. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> the old mango. I have to catch myself every time. When he was dancing the tango with Penny at the very beginning, and like yeah. Mr. Kellerman gets really mad at him, he's wearing like a very 80s-looking tuxedo that's yep. like 
uh, like a Chippendales type T-shirt. Or but whatever. they all looked so cool, they and they intentionally cool. styled them so that he was wearing darker clothes and she was wearing lighter clothes. Because it, for me, like their character pairing, like chemistry or no chemistry, um, was that she was kind of bringing him up a little bit, like uh, emotion wise, like showing him that he could trust people and he could find hope with people, and he was kind of bringing her a little bit more into the real world um, mm. with like what life is is really like. She was like very sheltered it seemed like before this and she had this little plan marked out for her life and then she met him and was like oh there's just a lot more gray area and so i think that that was gray area mm -hmm. it was in it was in purpose (laughs) Uh, do you have any i guess okay well last quick thing and then we'll kind of get to some more thoughts about it but um so the lady that wrote this eleanor bergstein stein what did we decide her name bergstein this was semi-autobiographical which is so cool for real yeah it says that, um, whole place. She says, uh, in her own 1960s adolescent experience, her father was a doctor and her Brooklyn family really did visit the Catskills Resort every summer. She vividly remembers dirty dancing with an instructor from the rough side of the tracks who is intimidatingly experienced in every sense. Oh, boy. And did you know? And she had the nickname Baby. Yeah, until she was 22. Her family called her Baby. Everyone this called is, her Baby. This is her. Mm-hmm. So, this is her. Wow. Um, yeah. What do you feel like do you feel like there's some deeper themes than this? Because I feel like it's not quite as light and airy as Clueless. It feels like it really deals with some yeah. some bigger issues, but doesn't really hit them super head on. They kind of just use them as like a well, vehicle to... I'm going to let Mary take this so, one. I just don't think teen movies, uh, teen movies don't have the same type of weight these days. No, they no. don't. But something that's really interesting in this is that, I don't know if you guys noticed, but it's never at any point like explicitly stated that Penny is getting money because she needs an illegal abortion. No. And, I didn't realize that actually until the until much later on. Like when they were talking about the doctor's appointment that was yeah. $250, I was like, oh, she's getting a checkup. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she must have a cold. Oh, yeah. She's got one of those summer flus. <laughs> so I, know. I wish she was feeling better. The time that it's like really alluded to, she's got morning to sickness. Is when the doctor is described as having a dirty knife and a folding table. Yeesh. And that was really the reason that they treated visual. it the way that they did is because in 1963, when the movie was set, abortion was illegal in the U.S. Interesting. And it's, I mean, it oh. stayed illegal in New York until 1970. But it was like she didn't really have a lot of other, like she couldn't like just go to a normal doctor. The reason that she got so sick was because this was somebody who should not be performing an abortion right. and she felt like she had no other options and so like that's it. That's part of what I mean where it feels like knowing Johnny was part of baby learning about how the world actually the is. World is like this girl who even says that the, to some extent like the world's a lot different than you think baby or something like yeah, that yeah and like I think that I really, I really felt for Penny because she um was so like devastated. She right. really thought that she could trust Robbie, and she really thought that he she had love him. Best... She was just trying to hook up with the help. Right. She, 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 did she think really he loved cared him. about Why him. Do you like and then Robbie, she got... though, that's on her. Robbie's a bad Robbie's dude. There, the worst. I mean, I'd say that if he if she was the only one that liked him, but she wasn't. Like yeah. there was mo- people were into Robbie. Why were they drawn to and Robbie? Robbie just... is like the Lisa of this movie. Like why? <laughs> well, he's the Lisa. And he and Lisa tried. They tried to. They tried to. And then he was hooking up with Miss Vivian. I just, I just felt like I really felt for her because I feel like she was a classic, like, trying to do the best she could with what she had, and what she had to work with was dancing, and if she right. was pregnant, she couldn't dance. And so, like, she did what she, she felt like she part, needed to do and then spot. got really sick. 
One thing I really thought was cool that I visually didn't see before, maybe I'm just reading into it too much, but like when Patrick Swayze is first teaching Jennifer Grey to dance and baby uh, uh, Penny is there too, mm-hmm. like there's a part where Penny and uh, Patrick Swayze is teaching baby how to dance and Penny's kind of in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't know if it's on purpose, maybe I'm just reading into it too much, but like there's a point where like when baby starts dancing, she's wearing like white kids and kind of like looks more kid-like. Yeah. And Patrick Swayze is wearing his black slacks and black shoes. And then you see like um, baby and Penny are both wearing like their tights or whatever. Yep. And they both put on like the dancing shoes on. And then Penny is behind baby kind of helping her dance. And so it's like she's like transferring see herself oh, into, it's like transforming her oh. into the new Penny because then Penny's gone. And then that's I feel like where Jennifer Grey becomes this dance person this she's a woman did you know actually that um clearasil wanted to be like the official sponsor of this movie yeah clearasil wanted to be like the zip cream yeah because they knew that teens were really gonna love this movie but once they um introduced like abortion and nudity and stuff into the movie they backed right out well Mm. in the original version the she was fully naked and it didn't test well so they ended up pulling out that's what she said yeah well you see some sides wow Okay. She ended up Moving on. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. So anyway, the him teaching her how to dance, though, was probably one of the most relatable, I feel like, parts of the movie, just for the <laughs> fact of, like, how awkward she looked. And, and, I, so and rigid. she really sold it. And so I was, like, in my mind, I was like, I think I would be, like, just as bad if someone was like, this is how you like sexy those, dance. Those early yeah. scenes of her like, dancing, like, on the bridge. Yes, or whatever, and on she's the bridge. Like, all... Or where he's, like, trying to hold her hips, and he's like, you have to, you have to move to the, like, you have to <laughs> mm-hmm. feel the music. And I, I feel like if I was in that scenario, I would just be so uncomfortable. I have never danced at any level in no. any part of this movie. So I feel like my lessons would go very similarly. Yeah. Uh, no, They I would agree. be very rigid, and I would be... <laughs> Uh, like one of those inflatable men in the car lot parking lot, just kind of like all arms and legs. And I don't have very well-oiled joints. Yeah. <laughs> they don't move great. I do think uh, this movie did a lot for kids. Sneakers. <laughs> they showed that a whole lot. Her shoes, Definitely. her dancing shoes. Um, and the last thing I remember, or not remember, last thing uh, trivia-wise from this, they actually filmed it because it was a summer camp movie, mm-hmm. but all the summer camps they wanted to film at were used during the summer. They had to film this in the fall at Lake Lure. So when they did like the river or whatever, the lake scene, it was freezing freezing cold. And they had to paint the leaves green because they were already all brown. Seems like... A lot of work. Excessive. The, I would have just done like a soft focus. The or whole, point, pointed the whole, out towards the lake. Or you know what? Just say it takes place in the lake. It's a summer camp movie. You can't just say they're this. dancing in the fall. The reason that there's no close-ups during that scene is because their lips were blue. That's how really? cold it was. Yeah, and it wasn't actually the only temperature issue that they had. Um, they shot, so they shot that part in Lake Lore. They shot the rest of it in Virginia. But at one point, they were shooting outside and the temperature got up to 105 degrees. And because of um, all the additional cameras and lighting equipment that they needed to film it, the temperature inside could be as high as 120 degrees. And there was uh, one day... No, thank you. That 10 people passed out within 25 minutes of starting to shoot. Was the Um, steamy cabin scene in the summertime? Because there's a lot of sweat (laughs) in that one. I think just generally it was sunny, but it went back and forth between like being super cold. It was like 40 degrees when they filmed that scene at Lake Lure in the lake and then got up to 120 when they were doing some of the dancing scenes. And that's that's why so many like people were like dropping like flies. But it was... Like, even Jennifer Grey is on record saying, like, if she would have been less, like, hungry for the opportunity, she probably would have never gone really? in that lake. Yeah, because it was so freezing. And it's they had to shoot it over and over again. I'm glad they kept it in. 
Me too. And speaking uh, of dancing, oh boy, this movie was choreographed by Kenny Ortega. Do you know who that he is? That makes a lot of sense, Colleen, because you were just telling me the other day that he is my Kenny favorite. Ortega. Kenny Ortega is your yeah. favorite choreographer. Okay, choreographer, never miss anything he does. You probably haven't, because listen to some of the stuff that he's done. He also choreographed Xanadu, St. Elmo's Fire, Pretty in Pink, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Newsies, Hocus Pocus, High School Musicals 1, 2, and 3. He's also been personal choreographer for tours for Michael Jackson, Madonna, Cher, oh, Gloria yeah, Estefan, Elton John, and he was mentored by Gene Elton Kelly. Elton John had choreography? Well, I'm sure there was some, le- so some other people. So Hocus piano. Pocus? <laughs> It was just any sort of movement that was involved in those movies. He was the choreographer. He was mentored by Gene Kelly, which is very, very That's cool. That's the Singing in the Rain Man. Yeah, and he's like uh, just not iconic rain man. by himself. Singing in the Rain. Singing in the Rain Man. But man. even that is not the only like famous like uh, famous connection. There's Baby's parents, both of them. Jerry Orbach from Law and & Order. And um, Gilmore uh, Girls. Kelly Bishop from Gilmore Girls. I is did that, not wait, realize. That's mom. her mom is from the Gilmore she's Girls? She's the yeah. grandma, yeah. Never seen it. Um, but they are both Broadway famous, like oh. very, very famous. And so actually, this has a lot of theater background. This so movie. much, but uh, you can tell. Kelly the fighting Bishop looks very theatrical. Kelly Bishop makes like a nod to it in the movie when Baby's up on stage in the in like the final oh, talent show thing. It. She said, "I think she gets it from me." And was she was, was she for. had a long history on Broadway, but she was one of the original cast members of a chorus line, which is a super famous dance show. I've heard of it. Um, and I have then, not. This will be, I think, more surprising because when I think Jerry Orbach, I think two things. But Law now I think three because of this. Bum, bum. Law and Order is one of them. He was also on Murder, She Wrote as a guest for years. <laughs> My mom loves that show. Me too. Me and your mom are on the same page. But did you know With that Dennis he Quaid. also originated the role of Billy Flynn in Chicago, which is like the slimy, like the lawyer guy? Um, anyway, Chicago's incredibly famous. I know Chicago. <laughs> okay. So he was Great the city. original Billy Flynn in Chicago. He was Cubs. also in the original productions for the Fantastics, um, 42nd Street, Guys and Dolls, and Promises, Promises. And um, he has won a Tony's, which are, I know those. And he was, this. maybe this is more your thing. He was Lumiere in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, he was a cartoon candlestick. Yes, he was. But <laughs> I just think that it's so funny because when I think of him, I think Law and Order and Murder, she Wrote, and Jerry he was Orbach like, was the candlestick? Yes, he I'm was sorry. Lumiere. I, my mind was still talking about the choreographer. I thought we were talking about Tony Ortega. Like, no, <laughs> Jerry Orbach d- is the one who was in Chicago in the Fantastics, 42nd Street, really? Guys and Dolls. So he's a dancer Promises. also. So it's a lot of little winks back to he's some a, musical theater he's stuff. A singer, in this. Yeah. Yeah, they both are very are very musical theater famous. So you really I took like a deep the, dive that Colleen and I were not able to go with you fully on, but, but I'm sure we'll have some I just, the things fans, I appreciate. I just think it's love. so cool. I love the line her saying, "I think she gets it for me," and he says something along the lines of like, "Not so fast." Uh, that's and clever. they're both very like that's that's where they are more famous from, like originally. Um, and so I love that, that combined with like having Kenny Ortega there choreographing, and now he's like, uh, he's Dead? in his like mid fifties. Oh, that's Kenny it? Ortega, yeah, he's Kenny Ortega like, is early currently 60s, in his mid fifties. So he would have been very young. When Eleven he did this years movie. old, if I'm doing my math right. <laughs> <laughs> no, wow. he would have been in his late twenties though, probably. Colleen, yes. Now knowing this about Kenny Ortega. <laughs> would you recommend Dirty Dancing if for someone who hasn't seen it and said, "I've never seen Dirty Dancing"? Yes, I would recommend it. But? But. You, have, I, you had, like, a hesitation. Yeah, I, I really did like it, and I would recommend it, but I don't think it warrants the gasp you have not seen. Like, do I feel like my life is better because I've seen this movie? No. It's, you don't think it warrants the gasp? I don't think so. I mean, I guess for its time, 
it makes sense. You don't feel like every girl your age has seen and like done like a uh, whatever, like a sleepover with and watched Dirty Dancing kind no, of thing. No, because that movie came out the year I was born. Eighty-seven. It's nice yes, to not but be like the high one school girl. I feel like ones. when I was in high school, like. You're All the time, people were watching Dirty Dancing. Maybe it's just because I wasn't I mean, watching granted, it. I was assuming yes. everybody else was watching Dirty well, Dancing when I was. I like this is one of the movies the most that I like. People will say, yeah. "I can't believe you haven't seen this movie." But, but I'm you don't just know saying, if it that. Yes, that's all I'm saying. Gotcha. I I did enjoy it though. I thought it was a great movie. So I would recommend it. How many thumbs? Uh, one and a half thumbs. That's okay. pretty good. That's a pretty good thumb. Uh, what would you give it, Ryan? I would give it two dancing feet and two thumbs up. I <laughs> I really like this movie. I really, if you, uh, <laughs> it does get hot and heavy in the middle of it, it though. Does. You're like, boy, y'all are. It's we get real. It. We get it. Y'all are y'all are humping. This is no clear cell movie. This is not a clear cell movie. No. But I love the soundtrack. I'm such a movie sucker mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to music. I'm like, oh man, this soundtrack, soundtrack it tops. hits soundtrack every hits song. You're like, thumbs. this is so good. Yeah. So the soundtrack. 10 out of 10 movie, uh, eight and a half out of 10. That's pretty good. Mayte? Um, I really love this movie, and the more I've watched it, the more I like it. Like, over time, as I understand the world more, I like this movie more. And I think it's a great balance of being just, like, part of it is good, clean, fun, and we're dancing and we're having a great time, and part of it is like, oh, and life is also really messy right. and both can exist at once. And so I really like it. I also love the movie, I mean, the music in it, and um, I would recommend this to anybody over the age of 13 probably. <laughs> if is, you're younger than 13 it's probably a little heavy for you because it, it is there's definitely some content in it that makes it not like an all ages family film 13 and you'd be okay with somebody having that much world exposure 16. I watched this movie when I was 13 hmm. I feel like I turned out so fine to be in high school. anybody who wants to say to that's true <laughs> and you watched so. Kojak at what 7 Ooh, that was when she was an infant. Kojak. Are you thinking of Cujo? What's Kojak? <laughs> I don't know. Is that's that something a... else. I think that's a cop show. I think it's Cujo's a Cujo's the dog pancakes. movie. <laughs> and you that watched Cujo at what? Elementary school? <laughs> How old were you watching these horror movies? Is he me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're thinking about me. I was this at Mary. 13. We're back on you in the horror oh, movies. Sorry, you threw me off with Kojak, so I'm not, I didn't know what you were talking I've about. I've never seen a lot of horror movies. I get them confused. <laughs> I was horror. Cujo in high school. Horror movies. Okay, so you do 1.5 thumbs, Colleen. You do two thumbs <laughs> and two dancing feet. I did eight and a half feet. out of ten. <laughs> so <laughs> I give, pro- I give two thumbs. Do the, the fraction. I, I, I just love this two movie. Two thumbs. 5 out of 5. Well... That's it. We've that had the it. time of our We've lives. We've had the time of our life. And next week, boy, oh boy, have we, we are turning the tables on Mary because this is one of Colleen's all-time, maybe the all-time favorite It's very you. high up there for me. It is top three for you. Yep. It's probably top three for my wife. I love this movie so much. Colleen, tell Mary what we're watching next we week. We are watching Jurassic Park. That's <laughs> 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 actually not your best impression. <laughs> Yep, that was good. Oh, sounds Mary, fun. Mary, I cannot wait for you to see this movie. I know you're, I don't know, first off, don't know why you've never seen it. Secondly, you were going to love Ian Malcolm more than Dennis Quaid. Wait, what? You were going to fall Jeff in Gold love Bloom with Jeff Goldblum in this movie. That's a hefty claim. I don't think from a handsomeness level, he doesn't really match. No, but like, but like from like, a, you'll, love, you'll mm-hmm. love him as a character. All right, we'll so see. So it's great. So Also, what? thank you to our sponsor, Ryan Minnette.com. Yeah, for all your sound needs. Check his website out, Ryan Monette. He gives the movie bit a good 
that sound. If your sound needs our dirty dancing, he can do it. If your sound needs our podcast, and you can make it to Matthews, North Carolina, home of the movie bin, he can do it. He can do it. BrianMinette.com. Bye. 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 Colleen, go on. To the dirty dancing, Patrick Swayze. Shoot, just one! I'm only giving you one. Gosh! Go on. Shoot! I've had the time of my life. Never felt this way before. This I swear is the truth. truth. And I owe it all to you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>